Hello and welcome to Scott Bryant's Holistic Fitness Systems on Archer or Apple Podcast or Spotify. And this podcast is all about how to build a stronger version of you in 2022. And in this podcast, I'm going to cover the subject of exercise, food, lifestyle, vitamins, fat and weight loss mind and meditation, cold therapy, fats and oils, drugs and mirror work. And I'm going to be introducing uh, Debbie the nurse and Czech practitioner on my next podcast where she will be putting across a female point of view of exercise, diet and lifestyle. So keep an eye out for that podcast coming up which will be uh, named... uh, scientific training for older females because she's in her 60s okay when it comes to exercise if you really want to build a stronger better you four days a week five exercises don't go in the gym to chat go in there to work out do 45 minutes and no more than 30 sets in your workout or 50 sets if you really want to push yourself to the max And the compoundment exercises you want to be doing is bench press, squat, deadlift, cable pulls, cable pushes, uh, Swiss ball for stability exercises, and some uh, stretching and flexibility work. As you notice, I didn't mention cardiovascular training because when you do uh, good strength training, You'll lose body fat, you'll get leaner, you'll get smarter in the brain, your IQ will go up and your body will look much, much better. And you want to stay in a training phase of uh, six to eight weeks and document everything you're doing so you can see the change and the benefit or see somebody like myself, Master Check Practitioner in London, or find yourself a good personal trainer with a minimum of five years experience and a good history of people that the people and clients that he's worked with so you can see the benefits of their program design please make sure that they design your program that looks at your flexibility looks at your kinesiology so maybe you might have a, a disc herniation already or you might have a scoliosis or you may have uh, forward head posture make sure that this is all in- included in your exercise program and make sure they're uh, documenting your exercise when you're working with them or you know that every time that you work with them they're pushing you a little bit more depending on you know how long you've been training okay so that's a little bit about exercise Uh, The next one is all about our food. So really, you've really got to stay away from grains, bread, pasta, rice, anything that's really made and not naturally made. Does that make sense? So we don't make a cow. A cow is born, isn't it? You know, and it's an animal with eyes. Uh, So all eye foods like uh, chicken, beef, lamb, all them animals you want to be eating on a regular basis. And if you're a carbohydrate type, you would have more carbs on your plate than protein, eye foods. And if you're a mixed type, you'd have equal amounts of protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And if you're a protein type like myself, huge amounts of protein, low amounts of carbs, and high amounts of fat. And most guys that have the V-shape or girls that have the V-shape, I see a lot of black girls and they have the V-shape, they have really good wide shoulders. And I'm like, I want to train them people because I know I can get their bodies to change really, really fast on a high protein, low carb diet. The next subject I want to talk about is, oh, the other thing with food, make sure it's all organic as much as you possibly can. Eating organs of the animal can be really good for your organs. So if you have a kidney issue, eat more kidney. If you have a heart issue, eat more heart. If you have a liver issue, eat more liver. And the liver's full of vitamin B and really great vitamins and minerals that the body craves all the time. 
it's really important to get your food right and minimum of eating you know four to five times a day snacking in between especially if you're like me where my blood sugar goes up and down quite quickly so I need food on the go all the time but if you're a carbohydrate type or a mixed type these people don't live for food and they're normally yogis they don't want to do heavy lifting and they normally migrate to more cardio uh, because their IQs are so low and they might be a vegan which has been proven that the IQ is lowered being a vegan. Uh, I don't believe in vegan diets. Uh, I believe in the paleo diet. I believe in the, uh, you know, fast, eat fast. Uh, I think it's called the 1215 diet or whatever. Uh, But that sort of diet where you fast and then you eat the next day, fast, eat the next day is good but it will affect your sleep pattern so you've got to remember that as well so if you if sleep is more important to you on how you function every day then doing a fast eat fast eat diet is not good for you uh, but if you want to give it a try to drop body fat much quicker then it may be uh, a good thing to do next thing is lifestyle trying to get to bed by 10 30 or 9 30 at night Making sure before you go to bed at the night, you're not looking at your iPhone, you're not up all night, you're not got uh, full spectrum lighting on because that can affect your sleep pattern and the way that the brain gets ready for sleep. Uh, you want to make sure that you, uh, well, what I do, I'll tell you what my habit is, I turn all the lights off, I put some nice music on, I go and have a hot bath with some muscle relaxant like uh, magnesium in the bath. Then I'll add uh, 12 drops of lavender oil or sage oil or clary sage if it's a full moon. Uh, And I find that when I do that, I sleep all the way through because the body's heated up. And then as the body drops down in heat, the body goes more into... uh, deep sleep and deep recovery whereas if I don't have the hot bath before I go to bed I'll probably wake up at three four o'clock in the morning but that could be a liver issue or a, a, a meridian issue in the body so if you find that you're waking up two three four two three or four in the morning uh, and you're a male it could be your prostate if you're a female it could be that you've got hormonal dysregulation because you're going through the female menopause or it could be that you're a fast oxidizing protein type you're eating like a carb type and you're eating too many carbohydrates or you may be having uh, coffee after three o'clock in the afternoon because if you if you have coffee after three o'clock in the afternoon you're jacking up your cortisol levels which is a fat storing hormone as well as an awakening hormone so you not getting your body uh, prepared for sleep so I've quit sugar uh, I've quit coffee now uh, how long has it been nearly a year and a half I don't even want to go back to coffee so I'm going to start introduce more green tea caffeine green tea but I'll only have one a day and have it just before I train to give myself a little bit of a boost but if it gives me the shakes then I won't have it because then I know I'm affecting my hormonal system so lifestyle really important train four days a week no more than that you don't need more than that because you'll be just be overtraining and just overdoing it but saying that if it's strength and conditioning only four days a week but if you want to go for a light walk or you want to do some tai chi or medical qigong uh, then that puts the body parasympathetic whereas doing heavy lifting heaving and hoeing in the gym that's more sympathetic dominant. So sympathetic dominant is, is breaking down the body, whereas parasympathetic dominance is relaxing, healing the body. So when you do breath work and meditation, you're going into parasympathetic mode, so the body's going into healing and relaxing and rebalancing. Uh, the other thing about lifestyle is look at the clothes that you're wearing. So I see a lot of the... Uh, younger personal trainers are wearing a lot of really tight lycra right down their body and this can stop the body breathing and stop the skin from breathing Uh, yeah it will help enhance your movement but you really want your skin to breathe you know the body's constantly breathing Uh, 
So I choose not to wear lycra. Uh, apart from I've got these uh, shorts that I wear sometimes when I train and it just supports the groin with lycra and that will just keep the groin area because 90% of sports injuries can are in the groin area so you've got to watch that okay so the next subject I want to talk about is vitamins now a lot of people say oh, I don't need vitamins because uh, I get it all from the food but you can't get it all from your food a lot of the food is dead and uh, whacked up with hormones that can mimic cancer and cause other problems. So I'm 50 years old, soon to be 51, okay? uh, and I believe vitamins and minerals are massively, massively important. And if you get the right vitamin and mineral balance, you'll get good muscle gain, you'll get good fat loss, you'll have more energy, you'll sleep better, you'll, uh, your body will fight off diseases as in your immune system would be much stronger. So the ones I would recommend are a really good multivitamin with high doses of vitamins in the, multi- in the multivitamin. And the next one is uh, magnesium. So I use magnesium cream, I use magnesium in the bath, I use magnesium as a supplement because magnesium has hundreds of health benefits and it's been proven scientifically that 95% of the population are too low in magnesium. So magnesium can help with inflammation, pain, stress, uh, anxiety, sleep issues uh, and just give you a better sense of well-being. So the next uh, vitamin is like fish oils. So I've just been studying Charles Parlequin's work and I've got uh, six of his books and I'm going to be doing his courses next year and I'll become a a biosignature practitioner. I've just started a course in uh, as a naturopath and that's going to take me 150 hours to qualify but the the information I've been given so far, I've, I've passed level one, so I've got nine more levels to do. But I'm really enjoying the information on there, how to use Ayurvedic, as well as Qigong and Tai Chi, as well as uh, nutritional therapy and vitamin mineral therapy, uh, in which to help balance the whole body, which I think is amazing. So uh, with the vitamin and minerals, with your fish oils, you've got to make sure they come from a really good source. And I just learned yesterday in another book that really the ones you buy on Amazon and places like that are not really good sources. So you've got to be careful. So you really need to see a practitioner like myself to get the, the dosage right and the right fish oil that won't be rancid and won't be sitting on the shelf for six months. And it's denatured in its value of goodness for your body, if that makes sense. One thing that you could do is that you could get get your friend to muscle test you when you're holding the supplement in your hand. Uh, get your friend to push that. Uh, get your friend to push down on the other arm, and if you go weak, it's showing that that supplement is bad. But you have to set the body up for that. So what you do first of all, you uh, get your friend and you put your arm out to the side. Get your friend to push down, and they say resist, and they see how much you can resist, so they know what strength you've got. Then they bring the hand down in front of your face. Then put the supplement in your, say, in your right hand. Then get them to push down on your left arm. And if they find that you go really weak on the left arm, that shows that that supplement your body's not really liking. There's other techniques that I use as well to find out whether the supplements are right for the client. Uh, Because when you look online, say, Amazon.com, and you put in magnesium, 60 different companies will come up okay so you could either do guesswork and just try the supplement and just see how you feel but any supplement you take takes up to three months to get into the body properly and any vitamin and mineral you take you've got to make sure that you try it into the body so you do it slowly so i said recently on my youtube video and my tiktok that you can take up to uh, 16 grams of fish oil to get your body fat down. 
and I've got loads of uh, trainers commenting, oh, that's lies, that's bullshit, that'll, that'll, that'll give you a heart attack and all this bollocks. But uh, Charles Parlequin, strength and conditioning coach who passed away five years ago, written 24 books, worked with 250 uh, athletes and worked with athletes in all different sports, said that he's been using uh, the fish oil therapy since the 1990s. And if you go to PubMed, you can put in uh, a disease and put in fish oil. And the fish oil, they'll be, you'll be able to understand what fish oil can do to the brain, as well as helping you to lose body fat. Obviously, you're not taking 16 grams, you know, for the next six months. You're only taking high dosages, and it'll be individual for every person, until you get down to 10% body fat, if you're a man. A woman's body, body, uh, body fat is normally 20, 20%. And they can go down to about 15. If they go any lower than that, then it affects their menstrual cycle and how they're going to make babies. So really important. You've got to be careful of that. So with vitamins and minerals, make sure you research. Make sure that you uh, rotate the supplements on a regular basis so you're not taking the one product all the time. Because your body gets allergic to what you're taking or gets used to what you're taking so you're not getting the full benefit of what's in that supplement which you're taking if that makes sense now for stress and anxiety you could take ashwagandha which is a brilliant brilliant uh, supplement which is really an adaptogen and this can really balance the hormonal system make you feel better and something that you could try when you're training or after training to reduce the stress levels because obviously you know weight training and working out is a stress to the body because you're breaking down muscle tissue and tissue in the body. Okay, so the next subject is uh, fat and weight loss. Now, really, fat and weight loss uh, go hand in hand together. You know, if you're uh, 18 stone and you're 5'11", you've got a lot of fat. If you're 5'11 and you're 16 stone, and you've never had your body fat tested, but you've got, you know, a 38-inch waist, then you've got a lot of body fat compared to muscle mass. So, if you were, say, 5'11 and 16 stone, I would want to get you down to 14 stone or 13 and a half stone and try and maintain your muscle mass by taking uh, L-glutamine, uh, some whey protein isolates which is better than the whey itself uh, l-glutamine whey protein good vitamin and mineral high fish oils as well as uh, bcaa's as well on top and that should make help you not to lose the muscle mass while you're dieting and trying to get back down to 13 to 14 and a half stone and if you are 16 and a half stone or 16 stone, you may have a huge muscle structure covered with a lot of body fat. So as you get the body fat down, you're going to look much bigger, much uh, much wider, especially if you've got the V-shape like me. Uh, so your body will look even better as you drop down the body fat. And this is what I don't like about in bodybuilding. You see these guys and they're 16, 17 stone but you can't see a six-pack. They look terrible. They've just got big arms and big legs, and that's it. And no six-pack. So I'm more impressed when I see a six-pack if somebody's, you know, 16, 17, 18 stone. But obviously, to get to that size and that uh, leanness at 16, 17 stone is a real hard feat to do, especially if you're, you know, six-foot, six foot two it's not easy to get or even easy to maintain that you know depending on your strength levels and your training levels so really always go by the mirror so when you look in the mirror if you can see your top abs then you're in fairly good shape and if you can see your upper rhomboids when you do a side pose or you look at your back or your girlfriend shows you your back in the mirror 
and you can see your upper rhomboids or you can see your internal and external oblique, then that's a really good sign of that your body fat is nice and low. Okay? So when it comes to weight loss, the other thing you've got to be careful of is diabetes and all these other diseases that you can get. If you've got huge amounts of weight on your frame, so let's say you've got really skinny wrists and you're really a lean guy, and then you gain all this amount of muscle mass, then this could, not muscle mass, but fat mass. The more fat mass you've got, the more stress you're putting on the whole of your system. So the leaner you stay year in, year out, the better strength and health benefits you will have. Does that make sense? So I like to pride myself. In the in the winter, I put on a little bit of body fat because I find I feel the cold a lot in the winter. But if I've got a little bit of body fat, I don't feel it as much. Then as soon as January, February, March comes, I'm using them three months to get as lean as I can in, and still training as heavy as I can so I don't lose my strength. So remember the the principle of never sacrifice your intensity so if you're curling bicep curling uh, 25 kilos and you're feeling a bit rough that day still do 25 kilos but instead of doing 12 reps do five or do two so then that way you're still maintaining your strength and that's how i've maintained my strength from my 20s right until I'm 50 and pound for pound I'm probably stronger in my 50s than what I was in my 20s because I didn't really know what I was doing even though I was in phenomenal shape and lots of uh, guys and girls you know the gym I used to train at in Essex would say to me how much do you weigh Scott and I go oh I'm 12 stone no you look about 15 stone of muscle because I was very very lean but you could see all the striations in the muscle and you could see that you know how ripped I was and but my thing was I always wanted to get heavier so I've got a diary here with pictures of me as I progress through the years of gaining more and more size and strength uh, but I'm all about maintaining what I've got now and uh, I've never taken BCAAs amino acids, protein powders, or anything like that, because I didn't really ever really agree with it. But now I'm 50, I'm trying it out just to see what difference I get in three months. And I'm going to do a creatine stack as well to see what creatine does. Because they say if you get your BCAAs up, you can gain up to eight pounds of muscle. So if you gain seven pounds of muscle a year, add another eight pounds on, that's a good lot of muscle. And then with the creatine, they're saying that you can increase in your strength by about 4%. So I think it's really worth trying. Okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about is mind and meditation. Now, if you're building a strong, a strong body, you need a strong mind. You need to stay focused. And this is what meditation can do, as well as getting you more deeper connected into yourself and understanding yourself at a deeper level, you know, why you want to eat, you know, crisps or why you want to drink five beers or uh, these questions that you can ask before you start your meditation. And I would say just do 15 minutes, 15 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes before you go to bed and just make it a regular habit in which to power up your brain for 2022 and for you to open up yourself more and connect to yourself more and understand yourself more on a deeper level. Okay, so the next subject we're going to talk about, oh, there's many ways to meditate. You don't have to sit in a yogic position. You can lay down, you can stand up, you can do a meditation walk, you could... Uh, be reading you know have you ever found that you when you're reading a book or you're watching or you're listening to somebody and the time just flies by that's a form of meditation so you really the same as exercise find what you enjoy doing meditation and try many different ways like transcendental 
or just sitting and breathing meditation or you could do a dancing meditation or you could do a drumming meditation all these I've tried or you could look into Osho's work and he's got uh, lots of meditation CDs doing it all different ways to different types of music and I tell you what the music is it's like modern day trance and they would you know Osho was around in the 70s not in the uh, 90s and the 2000s so listening to the music is is quite eye-opening that he was so far ahead of his time. And remember that Osho had a, had a Rolls-Royce for every week of the year. So that's 52 Rolls-Royce he had. He read over 35,000 books, so highly, highly educated. And he had over a billion followers. And if you watch Wild Wild Country on Netflix or on Amazon Prime, you'll learn more about the the people that followed him and what he was all about. And his books of, on philosophy are really, really, really good. So now we're going to talk about fats and oils and why fats and oils are so important. Now, fat gives you energy. Fat can balance out your brain. Uh, fat makes your food taste better. Fat doesn't increase your cholesterol depending on which fat that you're having if you're having beef tallow lard coconut oil olive oil olive oil was found to uh, reduce problems in the heart over a six week over a six week period of you ingesting olive oil a teaspoon a day every day and obviously our granddads and grandmas all, all did that you know their mum's uh, their mums and dads great grandmas were forcing our mums and dads to have it and my dad has lived till nearly 81 and my mum's uh, 74 and so to get to them ripe old age is absolutely brilliant and they've never looked after themselves you know they don't work out they don't do what I do so it's a good a good way of seeing that uh, fats are not bad for you you can read a book, a Degeneration by Western A. Price, all about uh, diets and fats and where Western A. Price studies the initial populations around the world and found that the ones that didn't have the three white devils or the four white devils in their lives or in their dietary regime, they were very healthy and lived to a right old age. Okay, so the next... Uh, subject is drugs now when you're training yeah you can choose to take you know ephedrine you could choose to take uh, you know steroids uh, you can choose to take a headache tablet when you get a headache you can choose to take Viagra when you can't get a hard-on or when you want to have longer sex but the way I look at drugs, any drug that you take will always take something away. So what I mean by that is, is uh, if you're taking ephedrine, ephedrine is speeding up the heart and giving you a rush when you train, but it's ramping up your adrenal glands. Now, if you've been taking ephedrine for a long time, your adrenal glands will get more and more tired. And as they get more and more tired, you will end up in Addison's disease. Addison's disease is stage 3 of adrenal fatigue and if you get Addison's disease uh, the next stage is death and when you get Addison's disease you've got to inject your hormones in and they'll be artificial and not natural so really important for you to make wise choices when you when you're training and trying to get you know a stronger better leaner you in 2022 and if you're new to training, you can improve by 100% if you're with the right trainer. So I say this to all my clients, if you train with me twice a week for the next year, you'll improve by 70%. And now with the new knowledge that I've got, I know that I can increase their muscle mass by 18, by 18 pounds if that's their goal. But if that's not their goal to gain muscle mass, but they just want to stay out of back pain or... They just want to uh, age gracefully and not be in pain and not lose their muscle mass. Then I can help them with that too. 
So when it takes, when it comes to anabolic steroids, I know a few people that have taken them, and it seems to be something they can't stop taking, and they get needle fixatia. So needle fixatia is where you get an addiction to the pricking yourself with a needle, and I think this is what they're doing with with what's happening in the UK at the moment with this injectable that they're giving to everybody. Uh, so really important for you to remember that. Steroids will give you what you want. Yeah, you'll get stronger, you'll get bigger. Uh, you might get clinomasty, which means bitch tits. And if you get bitch tits, it means that your estrogen levels have been too high. And to get rid of them, you need to have a, a surgical operation. And it's not, not nice to see men with clinomasty or bitch tits uh, because they didn't take their didn't do their cycle of steroids correctly. And the other thing you've got to remember is that when you do take steroids, you're shutting down your natural levels. And they won't necessarily ever be back to the same again. So that means you'll always be enhancing yourself with some sort of juice to train. So I think the more that you can train naturally or use natural remedies to give you more, uh, more of a buzz to train. So say like... Uh, they, I looked at a lot of the pre-workout stuff that you can take and a lot of them are loaded with like 10 cups of caffeine. And I couldn't imagine training like that. I wouldn't be, I'd be training too fast. I wouldn't be controlled and I'd be getting the shakes all the time because my body don't like caffeine. Uh, so you've got to think about, do I want longevity in my body and get to my age and not die 30, you know, in your early 20s, you know, early 30s or late 40s or middle 50s, you know. Uh, I know that we can all die at any time, but why would you want to play Russian roulette with yourself just to see bigger arms or a better six-pack than the guy that's standing next to you, you know? There's enough science out there now and there's enough books written on you know health and exercise and gaining strength or getting bigger or whatever your goal is for your sports performance for you to figure it out or you see somebody like myself that's been in the fitness industry for 22 years done thousands of sessions with clients always got results and uh, guarantee my results (laughs) for every single session in which for you to get leaner faster stronger bigger But remember, to gain muscle mass takes a special type of person. And I said this to one trainer that I knew. I said, uh, he might be listening to this. And I said, uh, you'll never be big for as long as you've got a hole in your ass. And he went, oh, I'll prove you wrong. But still to this day, he never has. Because some guys just haven't got it, the mental state on how to push themselves. And I knew another guy in in Essex I was chatting to my friend about a couple of weeks ago. And this guy, he trained, but he didn't put his heart into what he was doing. And he had one of them weedly physiques, so no matter how hard he trained and anything he took, he still didn't look any better. But I can remember him always smoking. So I'm like, wait a minute, you're stopping the oxygen going to the muscles and to your whole system. So that could be the one thing stopping him from growing muscular-wise, you know. I was very blessed for my dad because my dad had broad shoulders and had a good physique and he was into gymnastics when he was younger and he was a good uh, diver but didn't go into any competitions or anything. But he had this nice structure that I inherited from his sperm. So, So you've got to remember that as well, your genetic potential. And some people could take tons of gear and not grow. Then another guy would take half the amount of dose that the bigger guys are taking and look even better. You know, so you really got to think about what you're doing. And, you know, in the early 80s, early 90s, I met uh, Lufaringo and uh, he was fucking ginormous. And uh, he just finished the stand tall. Uh, I think he'd done the Masters. Olympia and he bought out a DVD or video that at that time and a book called Stand Tall which I've got here signed and I've got a picture signed of him as well uh, 
but now you look at him, there's nothing of him, but he's in his 70s now. So you don't expect to be gargantuan muscle-wise at that age. But maybe he could have been if he didn't take the gear that he was taking that might have damaged his health long-term. So that's what you've got to think about. You know, when you're young, when you're in your 20s, you're in the moment and you're just thinking, yeah, yeah, I just want to get big. I just want to get big. Right, I'll take that gear, get it off the guy in the toilet and see what happens. But if you educate yourself enough and read enough, especially if you're young listening to this, the information's out there. There's nothing stopping you from getting stronger and bigger naturally if you get with the right coach or you get the right knowledge. So what I would suggest, if you're like in your 20s or in your mid-30s, you can't afford a trainer. There's loads of books that you can buy. So you can comment down below if you want to know the books or send me a message and I can recommend five books to you that could really, really help you in which to gain size. And one of them is called Beyond Brawn. And I read that book 30 years ago. And I used that book in which to get my arms up to 16 inches. And then I wanted 17 inches. And now I've got 17 and a half and a bit. So a bit more to go with the new techniques that I'm going to be using uh, of all the supplements and see if I get to 18 inch arms. Uh, So that's my goal for the new year, to do my naturopathic course, to get to 18 inch arms and to get my body fat a little bit lower. But the surgeon said to me, the plastic surgeon, that if you lower your body fat too much, it can really age you in the face. So I don't want to be looking like a wrinkled prune. So uh, I think I'll go down to about probably 12 to 13%. And I'm probably not far off that at the moment, you know. So uh, just see how things work. Obviously, when you're doing your training to get uh, to have a better built body in 2022, make sure that you document everything make sure that you rotate everything and try many different things and if you're documenting it you'll be able to find out what works and what doesn't work like I find for me if I do a pull and push pattern pull one day push the next so far I've had no injury but if I was to do a combination of push and pull on the same day I'd get more likely get injured does that make sense the same as, you know, warming up, stretching before I train, get less injured than what I would if I went in cold. I'd only go in cold if I was going to punch your head in or knock you out. Because uh, obviously you can't warm up before you punch up unless you've arranged it, pre-arranged it, you know. Uh, so the next bit we're going on to, so we spoke a lot about drugs. Uh, mirror work. Okay, so a lot of people have a, a bit of a a horrible opinion themselves. So if you're looking in the mirror, you don't like what you see, and you think by losing body fat, you're still going to like what you see, then you need to do mirror work, uh, which uh, Louise Hay, she's passed away, uh, she used this work, and she used it with all her clients. She's an accomplished book author, And she owned a book publishing company. And uh, she was multiple raped and had all these horrible things happen to her in her childhood. So she started (laughs) to do mirror work, like looking in the mirror and telling herself how much she loved herself. And I've done this with a few clients and they get very upset and they get quite angry with me as well. And that's simply because I'm letting them see that they, they don't like themselves. And if you don't like yourself, doesn't matter the amount of training you do or how ripped your six-pack gets, you're still not going to like yourself anymore. So if you don't change that... Uh, what's the right word? If you don't change the way that you think about yourself and learn to love yourself, it will never be enough. So I had a client of mine saying, oh, let's have a fight. Let's fight each other. Let's... Uh, you know, you think you're tough and all this. I said, look, I don't need to fight you. I'm not in my ego anymore. When I was in my 20s, yeah, I want to fight everyone. But uh, now I'm in my my 50s. I know what I'm capable of. And I'm totally happy with myself. So I don't need to do any of that nonsense. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I want big arm, bigger arms, only half an inch, because that's just the challenge I set myself. Does that make sense? So I believe as you, no matter what age you are, you've got to set goals, realistic goals, and uh, do everything you can to achieve them. And in my uh, psyche, or my, what's it called? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. In my internal self, there's another word for it. Uh, in my internal self, uh, I'm a goal-driven bear. So I need to uh, have goals written out and goals and things to achieve. Otherwise, I feel that I'm not enough anymore. Or I feel that I just don't feel balanced. Does that make sense? I'm just trying to find the book just trying to talk about what's it called I'm still there I'm still here so there's a book you can read called your body and your stars and this book is all about uh, how you can work out what your star sign is all about and uh what it means to you and what things you must do like I must ground myself a lot because I'm always in my head and I must do the goal setting and I must exercise Uh, so it's really important for you to know these things so then you know oh oh, I'm feeling a bit bad today oh I've not been you know achieving any goals today I've not set myself any challenges. Does that make sense? So the book is called Your Body's Your Body and the Stars. The Zodiac as your wellness guide. Really good book. Really, really enjoyed it. It was recommended by the Mr. Paul Check, the guy that I studied with in San Diego, California. And found it really insightful. And I can't still can't think of the other thing. That's gone. It's really early in the morning, so it's uh, 5.38 in the morning. And that's why my brain's a bit, and I was fasting yesterday. Uh, So really, really important for you to do the mirror work if you don't love yourself. And remember that if you don't love yourself, and you're with a partner that you're trying to get all the love from, then you're really being a fake to yourself. So you'll never be happy. You'll always be battling with yourself constantly and fighting with your ego so really important for the mirror work give it a try and send me a message or whatever let me know how you're getting on with it and all you do is you look in the mirror you look into your heart and you just say i love me say your name i love scott bryant scott bryant is wonderful scott bryant is brilliant scott bryant is successful and if something comes up emotionally and tries to block it then you know that you've got an issue that you need to work on. Does that make sense? So write it down, document it. Uh, So I hope you enjoyed this little podcast today. I'll be uploading more videos on YouTube. I'm off TikTok for the time being, uh, but I will go back on there because you get lots of uh, followers and lots of twats asking me questions that want to tell me how to do my job and they've not even done my job. Does that make sense? So please uh, look forward to uh, Debbie's podcast, which will be the next one will be uploaded on uh, scientific training for older females. And then uh, there might be another one after that with my uh, friend Sam. And Sam, uh, I've done assessments on him and written a program where we work together and we've stayed really good friends. And I'm meeting up with him on Saturday to do a podcast about the new training he's doing. So he's on an eight-week program in which to gain muscle mass and and strength. But he's not working with me. He's in Andover in, uh, where's that, Denmark? And uh, so he's using this new system. So I'm really excited to see how much his physique has changed and what the trainer has said to him compared to what I said to him Uh, when did I work with him two and a half to three years ago Uh, but he had some structural issues and had uh, 
uh, knee pain, hip pain, lower back pain. And with the five programs I gave him, we got him out of pain. So he's going to the next level with his new guy, which is great. And I've got no problem with that. And we used the, the pull check system in which to get him out of pain. So that'll be, speak to, do the podcast on Saturday and hopefully upload it on Sunday for you to listen to. Uh, so I hope you're having a wonderful week and uh, please come back to listen to the podcast again on every podcast there's a question at the end of the podcast if you want to send me any questions you can if you want to buy my book it's called holistic health for proper geezers classy ladies get the body and fitness you want now or if you want to book me for me to design your program or me to help you with your diet and lifestyle or you just want to learn more then you can send me an email at activebryantsystems.com and if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast uh, the great thing with anchor is that we can have a call conversation i can call you and we can record the podcast so if you're a bit out there and uh, you like speaking your mind and you think what i'm saying is nonsense and you'd like to be on my podcast but you're a decent person then please get in touch. I'm more than happy to do, you know, 20 minutes or an hour with you, depending on what subject you want to talk about. It's got to be a subject that I know some stuff about. It can't be about, you know, milking cows or uh, sheep shearing or building fences, because I don't know nothing about that. So it has to be something to do with the fitness industry or to do with diet, lifestyle, exercise or health in general. So thanks very much. Have a wonderful day and peace and love and happiness to all of you. And uh, make sure you work on how to build a stronger, better, healthier you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to Active Bryant Holistic Fitness Systems. I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and this podcast is all about fitness lingerie. Now, I don't know if you've noticed in the last few years that fitness lingerie is all the rage. And if you don't believe me, just have a look around in your gym. You see guys and girls using wraps around their uh, wrists. Then you've got guys wearing uh, a knee harness. Then they're wearing these uh, special socks for deadlifting. Then they're wearing uh, wrist straps when they're just benching. And then they're uh, wearing like tight, super tight lycra underneath their uh, shorts or their gym kit. So I call that fitness lingerie because most of it you do not need. And the reason why I'm saying this is because when you use straps, for doing a deadlift, you're really lifting something that you can't lift. And it's the strap that's enabling you to lift the weight. But you might say, well, that is the point, Scott. But the point is, is that if you don't want to get thoracic outlet syndrome and other injuries in your upper spine, you should only lift weights that your body can lift. Does that make sense? And this is where lots of bodybuilders and big powerlifters end up getting injured by not preparing their body fully or (laughs) too much in their ego. Then the other thing with the the lingerie fitness is that they use smelling salts in which to clear the head to lift a heavier weight, which I understand, but that's a bit like sniffing poppers, isn't it? Well, I don't know, but what do you think? So when it comes to lifting, I'm very, very old school. I don't use wraps. I don't use straps. I use a belt on my one rep max. Uh, And I just wear normal gym kit. Oh, flat shoes, not high heel shoes. So you see some guys in high heels. You know what I mean by that is like Nike with a big bubble in the back of the trainer but I've seen a bigger percentage of the younger guys coming in wearing proper flat lifting shoes or Vibram shoes and this will make a big difference uh, 
to how uh, the energy goes through the body and how you're activating your core and you're feeling very, very grounded. But if you've got flat feet and stuff like that, it could cause a problem. But there is ways of changing the flat foot, which I'll have to talk about that in another podcast. But when it, become, when it comes to belts, you really should make sure that your inner core is as strong as your outer core. And then you could be able to throw away your weightlifting belt or only use it for one rep maximum lifts like I do. So the inner and outer unit need to be equally as strong as each other. And your lower back needs to be strong as the rectus abdominis as well. So if you've got a weakness in the lower back and you're avoid training it, but you're just doing abdominals to death, then what will happen is, is that uh, over time, the muscle will get stretched and it will go be- become long and weak. If you imagine a pregnant woman, as the belly gets bigger, the, the muscle lengthens and lengthens and gets not as strong, and that's why they get lower back pain. And this will be the same for guys if they're wearing a belt all the time. I knew this guy at my old gym and he used to wear a belt for everything. I think he even went and wore a belt when he was having a dump in the toilet. And I used to see him training his form and his technique was terrible. But I ain't going to say nothing to him because he's not paying me and uh, I don't want to piss the guy off uh, unless I didn't want him to train at the gym anymore. Uh, but that's not my, my bag. You know, I will advise people if I think that they're open to it and they're looking for help and advice and normally guys not so much girls but normally guys are so much in their egos that they take whatever you say to an offence now I trained a American football coach and we worked together for about six months and he was really big really big had a lot of body fat but then we worked on getting his body fat off and get him to do specific uh, infant <laughs> development exercises, which he thought which he thought was crazy to start off with. But then he heard I studied with Paul Check, and uh, uh, this is a great thing to help you with injury. And after about six weeks of working together, he was uh, deadlifting 180 kilo, which is amazing for somebody that was just over a 15 stone and he was in his uh, late 40s age-wise. But he never used wraps, he never used a belt after I showed him the benefits of not wearing a belt and using wraps. Now the thing is, with wraps you can cheat rep, which I do and I don't believe in because if you cheat rep, you've got a chance of getting an injury again because you're taking the body beyond what it can really do. So you're really deceiving your body. But the body never lies to you, so you can't lie to it. And that's why I think wearing uh, fitness lingerie, like your straps, your belts, your tights, and all that type of stuff, is giving you a false sense of security. The same as I see... uh, younger people on TikTok doing the bridge for their bench pressing but they're only benching 80 kilo now if you're going to do the bridge in your bench I can understand if you're doing 190 kilo but not 80 kilo it's such a light mediocre weight and then you've got to think about what are you doing to your spine now when you're young your body can probably take it but as you get older and older you know, your spine is not as strong, depending on your diet as well. If your diet's good, then it will be strong. And you're doing good uh, pull patterns, push patterns, open close, open close and open chain exercises in which to balance your body. So the next thing I want to talk about is the massage gun. Right, if you can't afford a massage gun and your girlfriend or your boyfriend has got a vibrator, you can use that, but just make sure you disinfect it and clean it first. So I read this in a Russian powerlifting book, and he said it was just as good as using a massage gun. 
And I think that depending on what size vibrator you get, uh, it's easy to carry around in your bag and then when you finish your workout, if you're feeling tight in a certain muscle, just whack the old vibrator on there or the Ferragun that I use and you can release that muscle really, really quickly and get into recovery. So the, the other thing I noticed, this isn't about uh, fitness lingerie, this is more about supplements, is the pre-workouts are full of caffeine. Why would you want something that's full of caffeine? Yeah, it's going to give you a buzz and... Uh, I don't think it helps you to train harder, but it will just give you a buzz to train. But caffeine is highly addictive and it has so many detrimental effects on the body. I'll do a podcast about that as well. As well. And the BCAA supplement I bought uh, the other day, it's full of sugar. It's like eating a chocolate bar. I said this in the earlier podcast. Uh, but I act on impulse, you know, fitness lingerie, come into my head because I've been listening to Paul his uh, old recordings from 2003 and he really goes into one and I think it's uh, great to hear his passion uh, to change the industry but unfortunately it hasn't changed the industry at all It's uh, he hasn't made it worse but the gym owners have made it worse because most gym owners they don't take training seriously they haven't got a, a degree or a master's in exercise. And that's why most of the gyms will have, you know, lots of cardio, cardiovascular gimmicks, lots of machines. And the gym that I was training in only had one deadlift platform for a membership base of nine, 9,000. And he said to me, he didn't want big lifters in there. And, uh, I just looked at him, just thought he was mad. Like, I'm a big lifter, and I've been lifting for 30 years. So why would you not want big lifters that are going to pay you a gym rent every month, month in, month out, year in, year out? So I think this guy, to be the gym manager and to be training clients, and then not to be documenting everything, was completely idiotic in my opinion. But when it comes to straps why are they strapping themselves up and their elbows I, I was chatting to one guy and he had the tennis elbow he had it all strapped up and I said how long you had the tennis elbow for oh years uh, shouldn't you be doing something to come out of tennis elbow and to not use the wrap and guess where all his training was all on a machine so I can see why he uh, had the injury and why he's not recovered from it and some people will, I spoke to a golfer and he had a shoulder injury. So I quickly assessed his core and realised he wasn't firing his core and his diet was terrible and he had this uh, shoulder pain. So I said, how long you had the shoulder pain for? Oh, four, four or five months and it's getting worse. I said, what sort of golfer are you? He said, oh, I'm a scratch golfer and it's really affecting my golf. So I showed him he wasn't even activating his deep abdominal wall. He wasn't even firing his uh, inner unit. And uh, he wondered why he had shoulder pain. So some people just don't get it. And occasionally I saw him wearing a belt as well. but Or wearing fitness lingerie. So can you see how the fitness industry has really tapped into people's insecurities as much as they possibly can in which to make money. Uh, which I'm not against companies making money, but what I am against is using things that may damage you, maybe not this week, maybe not next week, but maybe in time to come. So you've got to be really, really careful about wearing the old fitness lingerie. Now, when I train, I've got these uh, tracky bottoms, not tracky bottoms, shorts, sorry, and they've got lycra inside of them which protect my groin. But those are some footballers wear them as well, so I've got not got a problem with that. And when I train, I try and train in either Vibrams or I found this other company that do these really, really flat, like bare walking flat shoes. And I train in them and I feel really good in them. And uh, try and 
wear the smart things. Yeah, if you're gonna wear a belt, only wear it for your one rep max. If you're gonna, if you must wear wraps and all that, try and only use it for your one rep max. Don't use it for everything that you bloody do. And that's what I see guys doing. You know, they they can they can uh, leg press a lot but can't squat nothing, and then they can do lots of lat pull down but can't do any chins. So what's the point? Using wraps. So please comment, please subscribe, please uh, give me a review on my podcast. If you'd like to join me on my podcast and have a debate about uh, fitness lingerie or anything that I've spoken about in my podcasts, I think I've done about nearly coming up to 70 or 80 now. I do enjoy doing them and I hope that you get something from it. So if you want to buy my book, please go to... Uh, Amazon and or audible.com Holistic Health for Proper Geezers Classy Ladies Get the Body and Fitness You Want or go to uh, any other bookstore online you can buy it there and if you want to ask me any questions or anything just go to my website Active Bryant Systems and send me an email or you can check out my 2000 videos on YouTube okay thanks very much for listening this chat next time very soon bye